this is completely off topic from anything else I'm going to say tonight, but I didn't always used to use my computer to preach from. I was old school. I used to always just print it out, type it out, highlight on my paper and all that. And so over the past few weeks, I've gotten kind of reacclimated to using the technology that's available to kind of simplify things for me, not have everything so clustered on the podium. But I look down and my computer gives a weather update on the bottom. And it literally said these words. Look, I'm getting ready for the message tonight. I'm trying to get in the spirit, you know, and, and prepare my mind. I looked down, and it was just like a complete distraction because at the bottom it had this little rain cloud, a lightning bolt, and some raindrops coming from it. And it said, downpour tomorrow. I thought that's kind of funny because I'm praying we have a downpour tonight of the Holy Spirit of God upon our church and upon our hearts as we enter into his word tonight. So that being said, go ahead and grab your copy of God's word and let's get to the book of Colossians together. It's a new year and I believe God has some fresh truths to give us to get it going. So we're not going to mess around tonight. We're going to get right into the text. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1, Paul says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with Him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you. Sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you two once walked when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek and Jews, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then... As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Tonight we're going to launch into a new series I'm calling Hitting Reset. Most people, I think, look at the new year as an opportunity for a reset, a fresh start, a chance to start over, to get back on a right or better course. And I don't know if you've ever really paid attention to take notice or not, but so many things in our world have a functional reset ability, especially our tech devices like computers, TVs, gaming consoles. My watch, even on the side, has a reset button on the side of it. Your cars, to an extent, have a reset feature. Even some of the appliances in our homes have a reset feature on them. And some of us have probably searched and looked for this feature on our spouse or our kids 
at some point in time. Like, is there a reset button on here somewhere? Like, this thing is out of control. Like, if we can just get it settled down for a second, maybe we can reboot and be in a better position. But most of our things have this feature available on them somewhere. But one thing that the reset feature is particularly functional on is our phone. So take your phone out and let's look at something for a second. Give you permission to do that. Go ahead, take it out. Participatory exercise. Grab your phone, and this is for iPhone users. If you got an Android, I'm sorry. It's completely different for you. But we're rocking iPhone tonight. And we're going to look at something in particular that I want to show you when it comes to this reset feature. So somewhere on your phone, you can find your settings app. It's that gray-looking wheel-bearing type thing. Underneath it will say settings. Go ahead and punch that for me. Once you get inside of there, if you will scroll down just a little bit, you will find a general feature, general settings. We're going to tap on general. Once we get into general, you're going to see several different things about software update, airdrop, several different things, several different options. If you will scroll down to the bottom, at the very bottom, you will see transfer or reset iPhone. Are y'all with me still? We're there? Click on that. Some of you have gone somewhere you've never been before tonight. Trust me, I tried this earlier just to make sure we didn't have anybody make a mistake. Now, you got to follow my directions here because we're getting even closer to the edge. We're going to tap reset. Once you hit reset, don't do anything. I'm sure. Once you hit reset, you see these different options show up. Reset all settings, reset network settings, reset keyboard dictionary, reset, reset home screen lockout, reset location, and privacy. Don't touch anything else at this point. <laughs> that reset all, you can cancel out for safety purposes. <laughs> that reset all settings button if you were to have hit it, would send your phone into what's called a hard or factory reset. It essentially returns your phone to the default settings it had when you first took it out of the box. So by definition, a reset is to start new or to adjust. And it's usually done when whatever operating system we are interacting with is not functioning properly or at the level that we expect it to. So when our devices get glitchy or when they get slow or when they get dysfunctional, a reset sometimes can be just the cure to wipe out whatever problems are causing the issue. And to start this year, I think we could benefit from a reset all. So I want to share a few things with you from just that subject. Reset all. Because I feel like some of us came in here tonight with our operating systems a little bit glitchy. A little bit slow, a little bit corrupted, a little bit bogged down from some bugs that we've picked up throughout the course of this past year that need to be cleaned out and I feel like at the start of a brand new year's obviously the perfect time to do exactly that so find somebody around you and tell them I'm hitting reset I'm hitting reset I didn't do it on my phone I was scared Trey told me not to 
But when it comes to my heart, I'm going to hit the reset button tonight. I'm going to wade into some territory I've never been in before. Like so many of the early churches during this time, the Colossian church was battling against some heretical or some false teaching. Teaching that had caused some confusion amongst the believers that were there. And it even led some of them entertaining simple ways of living again. So as Paul is writing this letter to them, these believers were in need of a reset, so to speak. And the beauty of a reset is that no matter what the issue is with your program or with your device, the reset has the potential to wipe it clean. And then once that happens, you begin to work through a series of phases to get your device back to the place in which you want it to function at. So once that reset takes place, it'll send your app or your program or your device into a position called system start. So it will go back into this position, and I want us to go back and rehash the text again as we walk through this. If you go back and look in verse 1, Paul writing to these believers says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So in this position, your device hasn't necessarily been reprogrammed completely. But it's in a place where you can now remind it of how it needs to function. So these believers had experienced some corruption. These false teachers had come in. They had caused some confusion. They had thrown this church into a little bit of a tailspin on how to deal with some of these things. And as a result of that, it had really tripped up several of these believers into a former way of living. And so as Paul writes to them, he basically gets them back into start mode. It's like running a diagnostics check. When your car experiences some kind of failure with the computers that we have in them now, most of the time the mechanics will bring them in and they will run a diagnostics check on the computer of the car to see if it will return some kind of negative value that shows them what the issue is. So the same is true with our hearts, Paul says, when we get some kind of issue, when we have some kind of corruption, when we have a bug in the system that shouldn't be there, what we can do is get ourselves back into start mode, run a diagnostics check, and find out if there's some kind of negative return on the test. And first off, he says, let's run the checklist. So the first checkpoint he mentions to them, he says, if you have been raised with Christ. So Paul says, as we're working through this reset, but we've got to check this diagnostic first. Have you, in other words, been raised with Christ? That's the first checkpoint. Because see, if we get a negative return right there, then we don't need to worry about the rest of the checklist. Until we get that straightened out, until we get that part fixed, there's no need for us to take another step forward in trying to get this system rebooted. So he says, if you have been raised with Christ, which would also be heard by them as, have I been raised by, if I'm going to self-diagnose, have I been raised with Christ? And Paul says, if not, then you don't need to be reset, you need to be renewed. And so for some of you here tonight, I don't doubt for one moment there are some souls sitting in this place tonight. Listen, you don't need to worry about the reset. You need to worry about the renewal. Have you been raised with Christ? 
Is he your life? Has there ever been a moment when you have bowed and confessed his lordship over your life, acknowledging your own sinfulness and giving your life fully over to him? If we got a negative value right there, let's get that fixed before you worry about anything else moving forward. But if you have been raised with Christ, if you have surrendered your life to him, then maybe tonight you need to be reminded of how this program runs. Paul goes on to say, as believers, as followers of Christ, as those who have been raised with him, we see differently. We think differently. We live differently than the world around us. So I'm asking you tonight to get back in start mode and run a diagnostics Check, have you been raised with Christ? And if so, what are you seeking? Where are your thoughts throughout the day? And is Christ truly your life? Is he the passion behind every single thing that you seek, think, and pursue? Because if he isn't, then who are we seeking? If he isn't, then who are we meditating on? If he isn't the passion of our life, then listen to me, men and women of God, we need a reset. Here's the deal. Over the course of a year, there's a lot of things that can enter our lives and cause us spiritual dysfunction. It could be a financial crisis. It could be family issues. It could be something to do with your job. It could be a health diagnosis. It could be any number of things that could enter into our life throughout the course of a year that could cause us some spiritual dysfunction in the way we operate. But the main sources, there's a couple of them. The main sources are, number one, our own sinfulness, and number two, our adversary. Those two sources can heap as much havoc on your spiritual life as just about any other thing that could enter in to your heart, to your situation, to your circumstance over this past year and going in to a brand new year. I had a childhood friend that was notorious for hitting reset on my gaming console when he was getting beat. Any of y'all have a friend like that? Any of you gamers out there like that? Now I gotta go way back just for a minute because he did this like throughout our gaming history together. And it started like way back in the Sega Genesis days. Now some of y'all in here ain't never even seen a Sega Genesis before, but we'd be on Sega playing Power Rangers and I would be wearing him out with the Red Ranger and he would run up there and slap the reset button before I could win the game. Well, then technology got a little more advanced, and we stepped up to like the first PlayStation that ever came out. It was like the square, grayish, whitish looking box. And we had like the first NCAA football games that ever came out. He'd come over to the house, we'd be playing NCAA football like 97 or something like that. And I'd be wearing him out with the tide. And he would jump up and run the game on the console, and he would slap reset because it just turns the game off. Nobody wins, nobody loses. I mean, I considered him a loser for doing that, 
But like he would, he was notorious for whenever he was losing whatever game we were playing in, to run up to the gaming system and just punch the reset button because it would shut the console off, it would knock the game out, and it would reboot. It used to drive me nuts. I was like, dude, why do you do that? Like, take your beating like a man. You know, we're like 10. It used to drive me nuts. Like, I would want to fight him. I'd get so fighting mad over hitting the reset button. But listen to me. It's okay if this world and the enemy has been beating up on you to say enough and slap a reset. To give yourself some space to be reminded, number one, Jesus is still king. Number two, I'm still his child. But I need to reset my sight and my mind and my heart upon him. I was searching for something the other day on the web, and I don't know what happened because the page is still very, very functional. Like, I rebooted it. And it came back fine the second time I tried, but I was trying to look up the weather forecast. And I went to the website I always look at. I always look at it on NOAA. And so I've got it saved like as a favorite shortcut on my browser, my phone. So all I got to do is hit that button and it takes me straight to the page. Well, I hit the button and I got this white screen that showed up. Some of you have probably seen this before, but it popped up and it was an error message. And it said 404 page not found error I'm like well that can't be the case because I just looked at it like a few hours ago and I wanted to check it again and so I refreshed it hit the button again and it came up fine but how many of you have ever seen that error message before you ever got a 404 error before let me explain to you exactly what that is when you get that error message it is a response code telling you that the server cannot find the requested resource. And it usually happens when at some point a link has been broken. And I would dare say that if some of you were honest here tonight, you feel like there is a 404 error between you and God in your prayer life, in your serving life, in your spiritual life, in your quiet time. You feel like somewhere along the way, I'm requesting something of the source and I'm not getting anything back. Somewhere along the way, you feel like your link has been broken. But listen to me, in our lives, when that's the case, there's a problem with the server. The server is requesting a link and it's not getting it, but the problem is with the server. See, God's not gone anywhere. The resource is still there. He's never moved. He's the same today, yesterday, and forever will be. So it's not his issue, it's our issue. There's a link that's been messed up in the server. And when that happens, it's time to reset and get back to start so you can get it reestablished. If we have been raised with Christ, live that way. And if we're not, then the server needs to be refreshed. It needs to be reset because somewhere along the way, something happened that broke our link, so to speak. And we need it reset. And so once we have our main system squared back up, system start mode, once we've got all that lined back up, we've ran our diagnostics check, we've gotten things squared away, we've got the green check mark beside all the boxes, so we're good to go, we can move to the next step. Now it's time to customize your settings. So let's go back to the text, verse 5. Paul says, Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these two, 
You once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Don't lie to one another. Seeing as you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Drop down to verse 12. He says you take those things and you turn them off. Then in verse 12, he says you turn on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. And above all that, put on love. I've never been a huge electronics geek, but I have always liked having them. And one thing I do like messing with, especially on my phone or my computer, is customizing my settings. Choosing your themes, choosing your color schemes. You can do all these things on your devices if you so choose. Doing all the things that can help it make it match your personality, so to speak. And you can pretty much customize your device however you want to. You can set the font size. I've seen some of y'all's font sizes, and I'm like, I don't even know how you can see anything else on your phone. And I got bad eyesight, too. You can't put it on that. Like, you'll be like, well, you'll be old one day, and you got bad eyesight. I got bad eyesight right now. I take my contacts out, and I'd fall off the stage. But I've seen some of your font sizes. It's huge. And then some of you, you look at other people's fonts, you're like, I don't even know how you read that. Like, that's so tiny. You can, you can customize your font size. You can customize your backgrounds. You can customize home screens. As a matter of fact, one of the last updates that Apple did with the iPhone is now you can have multiple home screens set at the touch of a button. So you can hold down on your home screen. It will pop up options for you to add new ones. Customize your home screen. So you can have a different home screen background for every day of the week. If you wanted to set all that up, you can customize your clock style. You can customize notification alerts and the sound that it gives you, voice controls, which apps you do or don't want running, and what they can or can't access. What I'm trying to say is is that your settings are your choice. Now, you need to hold on to that for here in just a moment. Your settings are your choice. And as Paul continues in his instruction, he reminds these believers, your settings are customizable. You get to choose what you turn off and what you turn on. Most devices, as a matter of fact, come with suggested settings. Settings that the manufacturer will suggest for your device. And they're usually pretty good suggestions. And as Paul gets to this list, he's telling these believers in Colossae, here are some settings your manufacturer suggests. See, who better to make a suggestion on the settings of our life than the one who created the program? So the manufacturer has some suggested settings for you to turn off, but also to turn on. So as Paul runs the list, he says, put to death, or in other words, turn off these settings. Sexual immorality impurity, passion, evil desire, coveting, anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk, lying. These things have no business being turned on in the life of a believer. Paul says if you got those settings running, you need to swipe them off. They need to go in the trash bin. Don't bring those back out. 
Then he says, on the converse of that, your manufacturer suggests that you turn these settings on. Compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, forgiveness, and love. These are the things that we want to turn on and leave running in our lives if then we have been raised with Christ. These are the kind of settings as an application we should be displaying. Now let me ask you, what settings do you have running in your life right now? I'm not a betting man. And with this, I don't even have to say I bet because I know that every one of us over this past year turned on some settings that don't need to be running. Some of us turned on immorality. Some of us turned on impurity. Some of us over the course of this past year turned on anger and malice and slander and lying. And ever since then, you've been running what I call those BTS settings, those behind-the-scenes settings. These settings are, are ones that you can run silently in the background that nobody else knows is running. You can keep them hidden. But they're running, and here's how you know that, because it's what keeps you going back to those websites. It's what keeps you indulging in what should be reserved for marriage. It's what keeps you holding on to that bitterness and that resentment from a past pain that happened a long, long time ago. Those settings are running, and that's why you keep running back to the things that Christ says, if you have been raised with me, shouldn't be on any longer. Turn them off. It's time to turn that stuff off. That's why you need a reset. Because once that reset happens, here's the beauty of it. All of the settings move back to being off. Now, once again, your settings become your choice. Once I experience that reset and all of those things are put back into default, I get to go back once again and make the choice to customize them how I want to. I told you a second ago, your settings are your choice. Your settings are your choice. So make the choice to turn on what Christ says we need to be running. Compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, forgiveness, love. You got to turn on those saint type settings. And listen, going into this new year, more and more so have I been burdened by the Spirit of God to use the platform that God has given me to challenge and to champion to all of his people the call to godly, holy, righteous, consecrated living. Listen, church, it's time that we get real about living the kind of set-apart lives that Jesus says, if you have been raised with me, this is how your life is to look. For too long, we've just flippantly treated the high calling that God has put upon us as his people to live set apart from the world around us as if it's not that big of a deal, as if it's not anything special. Listen, we were created in his image. Do you know how immaculate that is? 
to have that definition that we have been created in the image of God. Why? So we can reflect his nature. You know what his nature is? Compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience, forgiveness, love. These are the things that we as a church should be exemplifying to the world around us. So can we not this year in 23 get serious about reflecting the nature of God and take seriously the things that he has told us to put to death and then put on and live in such a way that the world doesn't have to wonder where the church is. They see it everywhere they go. Jesus said, my church will be a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. Why can it not be hidden? Because when you live like this, it is impossible to hide in this world. You get to customize your settings. It's your choice, man and woman of God. You get to choose whether or not you turn on immorality. You get to choose whether or not you turn on impurity. You get to choose whether or not you turn on anger or slander, or lying, or any of those things. You get to choose whether you turn on compassion, or kindness, or humility, or meekness, or patience, or forgiveness, or love. Customize your settings to match Christ. And once we get to that point, so we've broken everything down, and we're still kind of in the reset phase, We've gotten through system start mode. We've ran our diagnostics. We've got to customize our settings. We've got everything fixed like we like it now. It's back to where it should be. I'm going to live the way in which Christ has called me to live. I'm going to exemplify the characteristics he says I'm to exemplify as a child. There's only one last thing to do, and that's run program. Run the program. You go back and look at verse 15. After all these things, Paul says, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Paul told them, let peace rule and let the word of Christ fill you. Run the program. You've got everything set like it should be. You know what should be on and what should be off. And when it's all said and done, now that we've gotten to the point where everything is set as it should, don't listen to what these fools are telling you anymore. Don't listen to the heretical teaching of, of these, these liars that have come in and have upset the community of believers. You put all that aside. And when it's all said and done, you run the program, which is this. Let peace rule in your heart and let the word of God rule in your life. And then he adds to it. He says, and when you do that, then teach each other challenge each other worship with each other and be thankful and then it's like Paul can't reach the conclusion it's like once he thinks of one thing he, he thinks of something else and he just keeps I know, he, almost gets, he almost gets stuck in like a, a pastor sometimes I think can get stuck in a loop where we can't, we can't get ourselves out of it like we think of one thing and we say it 
and then God calls something to mind and we say it again and then we want to get out of it but God brings something else to mind so we got to say that too and everybody gets upset because man the pastor went long today he just got stuck in a, in a spirit loop he couldn't break out and it's like Paul gets stuck in a loop right here and he says let peace rule let the word of Christ fill you oh and then teach each other and then challenge each other and then worship together and be thankful and do it all in the name of Jesus all that stuff just do all that stuff in the name of Jesus whatever you do just do it all in the name of Jesus why? because that's the whole purpose of our functionality you know what the purpose of this device is? to set Jesus at the front and center of everything it does and if this device is not functioning in that way it needs a reset yeah you may have gotten off course this past year I would dare say a lot of you if not all of you are like me you got some bugs in your system you got some files that have been corrupted but you know what you made it into a new year so you know what that tells me God's not done with you yet there's still a plan to be walked out there's still a purpose to be lived you're still here so he's not done you just needed a reset to take it back to the start if you have been raised with Christ and then run the program at the end then do everything in the name of Christ we as a church are seeking revival our pastor has been leading us through that on Sunday mornings but with a reviving comes a resetting a resetting our hearts a resetting of our minds a resetting of our eyes a resetting of our lives wholly upon Jesus see they work one and the same when we reset we see revival when we see revival we've been reset to function like Christ desires his church to function on this earth needing a reset. Mm -hmm.